Hi everyone, it's Tessa and Joe from the Unveiling Paradise Podcast. Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Tessa, summer is almost here and so many of our listeners are about to have their epic destination wedding. And we are so excited for you guys. Before the big day, guys, we want you to make sure you listen to these three episodes. Episode 62, Deep Diving Your Wedding Ceremony. Episode 53, Questions Your Wedding Guests Will Ask. And episode 31, the final countdown to your wedding day. And if you're planning your wedding here in Hawaii, hit us up and ask us about our Unveiling Paradise podcast promo. Happy planning. Welcome everybody to our show today. Good day, Tessa. Hey, how's it going? (laughs) It's going good. We are talking about men. Your favorite thing to talk about. You love talking about men, right? I do love to talk about and men. And <laughs> how horrible they are as creatures. Like I do like to complain about men. <laughs> men, all the men listening, this show is for you and your partners, okay? So if you've got a man, if you are a man that's got a man, if you're a lady who's got a man, we need to get your guys in check for the wedding day, okay? This is what we're talking about for this show. And as the man, I'm still on the man team. Haven't gotten kicked out yet, but, (laughs) but here's what we want to talk about. So I think a lot of times for weddings, we talk a lot about the bride, right? And it's like tips to look your best and what to do to prepare. And like, does your dress fit hair and makeup, skin, all these things. What about the guys? Right. And I think they often get ignored, you know, because again, a lot of time goes into the, the bride, the dress, her hair and makeup skin prep, you know, getting a massage, getting a facial, getting herself ready. And a lot of times the guy just kind of shows up and he's like, what am I supposed to be doing? And let's be honest. It's usually the guys, our guys, our men that need the most help looking their best on their wedding day, right? Exactly. And I think that's what we want to do on this episode is how do we set them up for wedding day success? All right. So let's hear it for the boys (laughs) and the grooms. Let's do it. All right. Welcome to Unveiling Paradise, your go-to destination wedding podcast. I'm Tessa, wedding planner and owner of Fred and Kate Events. And I'm Joe, wedding and adventure photographer of Joseph Esser Photography. We are based in Hawaii, one of the biggest, most popular locations for destination weddings. We want to share our real-life experiences with you, give you insight from a professional's perspective, and still make sure you're having fun in the process. We're huge believers in the fact that planning a destination wedding can be one of the most amazing experiences, and we want to bring you along. We're so excited to talk with you about weddings, Hawaii, and everything else under the sun. So pack your bags and let's get started. So Joe, you are the the man in the room here. I get to have the expertise. You are of, the expert. <laughs> at being a man, this is like not true. I'm like the most unmanly dude that ever existed. So you are, well, you are the only man in the room at this point. So uh, Ask me about football or basketball. <laughs> That's, I'm not. I know where you stand. <laughs> so as our resident expert, I guess, you know, I think we kind of talk through some tips and advice that we can share with our our grooms. Yeah. And I think the first one that we kind of talked about was, was attire, right? What are they wearing? Should we match? Should we not match? Like, what does this look like? And what is the vibe compared to your partner? Oh my gosh. I feel like I'm answering a question. Like I'm the expertise on this. Okay. You are the expert. You are the man in the room. Yes. Okay. So here's what I see as a guy and as a photographer, I think a lot of times I see guys that just want to be comfortable. They want to be comfortable on their wedding day. They don't want to like necessarily get super dressed up, which is totally cool. As long as 
that's what your partner is doing as well. So if you're marrying, like let's say you're you're marrying a girl and she has a beautiful gown, a big ball gown, whatever, it, it looks like it's supposed to be in a castle, right? Guys, you have to meet her with that same level of formality. So if it's a beautiful ball gown and you show up in shorts and like an Aloha <laughs> shirt, right? Too casual. Yeah. And I see that. I think sometimes like just at the foundational level, it has to, you have to meet each other at that same place. You have to match that level of formality. Otherwise things look off. And I see that happen a lot. So Joe, let me make sure that I understand what you're saying. If I, as a bride, am coming in a formal dress, long train, either ball gown or mermaid or whatever the fit it is, if it's a formal dress, the expectation is my groom should be formal. Suit, tux, something like that, not shorts, not t-shirt, like dress the part. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And on the other hand, if your partner is wearing, say, I don't know, a simple beach dress or something like that, Guys can wear something a little bit more informal. Maybe it's a linen pair of linen, linen pants and, you know, like, and maybe a collared shirt. And I think that would be fine. But the intention should be that you guys look like you are a couple, right? You look like you're a couple that <laughs> On fits. your wedding day, yes. you should look like a couple. Yeah, That's exactly. great advice. Now, <laughs> my next question is what if a groom is marrying a groom? Yeah. Because I know you have strong feelings about attire with that. Yes. And this is a super important point. So for our same-size couples, same can be said. Of course, you want to match that level of formality and you want to complement each other, right? I don't really truly love matchy-matchy identical. For some of our same-sex weddings, what I think looks the best in photos is when the grooms are complementing each other, but you can still see their unique personality. So maybe someone is wearing white and the other is wearing black, or maybe someone is wearing different accent colors. It doesn't have to be matchy-matchy. I don't personally love the look in photos, but I, I think you have to match that level of formality. Got it. So you're saying that they don't necessarily have to wear the same colored suit, right. but two suits, different colors, different textures, something like that. Yeah, and I think that looks great in photos. If that, I think it's cool, and I like that. But to be honest, I also like matchy-matchy. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I think they're cute. I think you clearly know who the grooms are. They are the stars of the show. And if they both look good in a black tux, totally. so be it, right? Roll. Roll totally with it. Totally fine. As long as, as, <laughs> as long as you guys are matching that level of formality, that's the key. That's the key point I want to make. Agreed. Okay, next. Let's talk about ties and bow ties. You see this all the time, right? We, yep. <laughs> have, we have these weddings where all the best intentions are there. They're going to look great. They have a tie or a bow tie, but they don't know how to tie those ties or they don't know how to tie a bow tie. Or they think they do. And when they actually start doing it, they're rusty or they're like, oh, I don't know how to do it. Or they realize that they and all of their groomsmen tie ties differently. Sure. So the knot looks different. I love, I love a really nicely done Windsor knot Yeah. for a tie. Or, you know, like a bow tie, that's perfect. But if it's crooked, if one part's too long or, you know, like, or it's so tight that you're choking up. <laughs> so here's the funny thing with bow ties, especially when you're tying it. Like, I like a little imperfection. Okay. Because then you know it's not a clip-on. You know it's a real tie. So I like when they're almost a little crooked. Not with one side super long, but, you know, when it's like slightly off, where you know that they did it themselves, I think it looks really endearing. Fine. But that's if you can tie a bow tie, if you have that in your wheelhouse. 
a lot of guys have never tied a bow tie. Your wedding day is not the time or place to be learning how to do it because I see it go wrong. I see things go super late where you're like trying to figure out how to do this on YouTube or whatever. I think if you're not great at bow ties, I'm a huge fan of a clip-on bow tie because you can't tell the difference. <laughs> you can't. And it's perfect as Paul. I'll say the same thing for ties. If you're not good at ties, these clip-on ties, right, have perfect double Windsor knots. And I've seen this. I've seen this in photos where it's like a tie that's coming undone throughout the wedding day, it ends up looking horrible in photos. So again, depending on your skill set, if you're, you know, a samurai bow tire <laughs> like me, yeah, or not, like, you know, choose that tie or bow tie accordingly. Or just practice. Practice beforehand. If you have exactly. that tie, if you have the bow tie, take it a couple weeks out. Just practice. It's not hard if you watch YouTube videos, but just get comfortable. Yeah. And this is something that we actually get asked. And I know you get asked a lot. If you don't know how to tie your coordinator, your photographer, we do this all day long. That's something that feel free to ask. But again, I think if you don't have that person, you don't have that pro on, on site, you're going to have to figure it out yourself. So are you good for it? If not, Go for the well, face then though. you're going casual and you're going no tie. Yeah, and then you're not going to match formality. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> I think this ties in really well with our next point. And if you have a rented suit or a tux, get it a couple of days early, open it up and double check that you, number one, have everything. And number two, you know what's in there. Right. And my point to that is a lot of times the reason we come across these problems with oh my gosh, I have a bow tie. I don't know how to tie it, is they didn't realize they ordered a real bow tie. They assumed it was a clip-on. They're opening it on their wedding day. A lot of grooms, when the bow tie is untied, don't even know what it is, (laughs) right? Because it it doesn't look like anything. It doesn't look like a bow. They have no idea because it's a little, yeah, because they're oblong, right? They're a little bumpy. When they take it out of their tux bag, they don't know what it is. They don't know what it is. It's like finding an alien artifact for a lot of guys. And you're like, oh my gosh, what is this thing? Is like, this is a tissue or like, <laughs> yeah. floss with this thing? I'm like, what is this thing? You know, and so again, like, I think that's super helpful advice. Inspecting your rental. If you're renting your tux or you're renting your suit or whatever, that is inspect it. Also, I want to say adding on to that is try on your suit. Yes. Because there's a lot of times that the rental company gets something wrong and you do not want to have oversized suit jacket it just looks sloppy, right? Or undersized. Yeah, or undersized. If it's too tight for you. Yeah. Actually, I like schmediums. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to, I would err more on the side of like tighter than like looser. But again, like you have the time to pivot. You have the time to change. You can get that properly fitted suit or tux if you inspect it beforehand. On the wedding day, you're not going to have that opportunity or luxury. A lot of times, right, on the wedding day, I walk into the groom's room to kind of check in and he's with his groomsmen. Everyone's kind of hanging out in their boxers waiting to get dressed. I come in, I'm like, guys, time to get dressed. And that's when the chaos starts. All of a sudden, it's a, how my shirt's wrinkled. Do you think I should iron it? Tessa, (laughs) does this look okay? No, your shirt needs to be pressed. Iron it. Do we have an iron? Is there an iron in this room? And there's just, again, that chaos ensues. Especially if, again, you, if you didn't rent your outfit, if you didn't rent your tux or your suit and you're bringing your own shirt from home and you throw it in your overnight bag and all of a sudden it's this wrinkled pile in your bag, you need to iron your shirt. You know what I've seen before? And this is crazy. is like you'll have like this wrinkled shirt and they can't find an iron or, you know, a steam or whatever. So they'll hang their shirt. In, in the, the shower, shower. <laughs> and they try to steam it. It doesn't work, guys. It doesn't work. It ju- I mean, I know that people say that that's a great tip. It's not. Like, yeah, it what does it work. do? Yeah, no, not at all. Not at all. And of course, like, 
we always talk about this. You do not want to be chasing things down on your wedding day. So is this something that you can do in advance? Is your shirt pressed? Does it need to be pressed? Groomsmen, again, we're talking about guys here. Groomsmen, do their shirts need to be pressed? Okay. And if they do, let's make sure we can do that beforehand. Or if we're doing that on the wedding day, let's make sure that we have an iron on site so we can do that. Exactly. Just setting yourself up for success so it's not right before you need to get dressed. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of renting your suit or your tux. I think it's so nice when our grooms will custom order a suit or a tux themselves. So they actually have it fitted to their body type. A lot of times rentals don't fit you to your body type. So if you're a big yoked out dude, you want something that fits your body type. You know, and and if you're like a little overweight, a custom fitted suit can actually make you look so much better in your photos. I love that. Agree. And it's so nice when you have, again, you're talking about custom suits. I have a lot of guys that are really, you know, taking it to that next level where they're looking for specific colors or patterns or again, those custom liners, right? They're really making it their own and they're putting time and effort into their looks. And I love that. Let's talk about the custom liners. That's something that we're seeing a lot now is these inside the jacket liner. You can actually have like pictures printed. So you're not seen on the outside, but inside it might be pictures that are printed onto like the actual fabric liner with maybe it's the couple, maybe I've seen dogs, I've seen, you know, all sorts of different things. I also see custom embroidery in that wedding suit. So it might be the couple's wedding date. It might be their names, something that again, like if our brides, if our ladies are going to be having these, you know, beautiful gowns and beautiful dresses and having that experience that once in a lifetime outfit, guys, why can't we do that for you as well? Agree. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> There's so much to share. And I hope everybody's listening. Guys, I hope you're listening. Okay. Here's what I see a lot on our wedding day. Guys, do you have a fresh haircut? Like sometimes our guys, like they have great suit, the great looking, but their hair, they, they have just a messy hair. They need a haircut. Now's your time to have that nice haircut. Go to a barber. There's so many great barbers that can cut your hair the day before. Make sure that you're looking perfect for your photos, for your wedding. Also, personal grooming. This is a weird thing to talk about, (laughs) right? But like, I can't tell you how many awkward Photoshop sessions I've had where I'm Photoshopping guys' nose hairs (laughs) that are hanging out of their nose. Like, you do not want to have nose hairs. Or ear hair. Or ear hair, right? It's so gross, right? So guys, just making sure that you're grooming properly, fresh haircut is a must, but also your nose hairs and your ear hairs, whatever. <laughs> well, and I have a question. You know, when we're talking about, about hair- nose hairs, <laughs> no, I'm going to just skip that. <laughs> I want to go back to haircuts. Yeah. How early, right? Again, like as the guy who gets your haircut, I'd say pretty frequently. Yeah. How early, like when do you do it? Well, for me, I love it when I have a, a fresh haircut. So if I could have my haircut the day of the wedding, that's perfect for me. Really? Yeah. Well, I just worry because I've seen, again, a lot of guys where, they cut their hair and you can see kind of that tan line on their neck because now their hair is so much shorter than the tan that they've gotten. That's super interesting. So again, like why not have your hair cut a bunch of times before your wedding if you're worried, if you have weird tan lines. But for me also, you know, I know some people, they, they get a haircut and they need it to grow in a little bit. If it's too short, they maybe don't feel super comfortable. So I think it depends on on the guy. Like for me, I love a fresh haircut. If I get my haircut every week, I would do that. <laughs> wow, <true>. that's a lot. <laughs> But again, I think it has to be fresh. Your haircut should be fresh for your wedding day. Agree. I do agree. Okay, Tessa, do you want to talk about nose hairs anymore? No, let's... (laughs) Okay, 
can we move on, please? <laughs> okay. I think we. I think you made your point. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Perfect. Okay. Let's get into the intricacies. So you're looking great, feeling great, brand new suit, brand new haircut, brand new smile, whatever it is. So let's talk about vows. I see this a lot when we're photographing the groom's prep. The guys are just scrambling, trying to write their vows on the wedding day. Don't do that, guys. Have that written. Think about that a month before. Have have what you want to say, your vows, your promises to your partner. Have that written beforehand. You do not want to be doing that on your wedding day. And I'll also say your thank yous. You're typically giving a thank you speech at your wedding, right? What are you thanking everyone for? And so, again, like for me, the most memorable thank you speeches are the heartfelt ones that have been thought out before you start drinking, right? (laughs) (laughs) You know, like you said, I've seen it a lot in the room. You know, when the guys are getting ready, they're trying to get dressed. And the groom is like, I just need 10 more minutes. I have to write my vows. And it's frantic. I also want to say that they will often be writing it on their phones, which I hate. I hate it on your phone. It just looks so bad, you know, when you're standing out doing your vows. I think it looks bad on photos, in videos. Also, you know, when it rains and you're trying to take your phone out and it's like a touch screen and it doesn't work. I mean, there's multiple things, right? But plan ahead. If you can write it in a little book, I think that's even better. Yeah. But just plan ahead, right? Make those thoughts. And when you're writing your thank yous, guys, I always tell people, like, don't forget to thank your significant other. Yeah, exactly. So, again, just, you know, take the time to put down your thoughts and make it sincere and good. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Tessa, what is the best thing you can have on a hot summer wedding day? Gosh, Joe, honestly, there is nothing better than fine time shave ice. I love fine time shave ice. So good. Honestly, it's the soft ice, the variety of syrups and flavors, and their toppings. Their toppings are incredible. From ice cream to mochi balls to condensed milk. It is amazing. Stop. I'm getting so hungry. I know. Well, if you want some, check it out. Fine time shave ice. And check out their company and all their delicious flavors on our show notes. Do it now. I am so happy you talked about the iPhones, like guys pulling out their iPhones in front of like during their vows. It doesn't matter the gender, actually. That bugs me so much when you're in <laughs> front too. of everyone. All right. And you're like, I think, think about this for your video. You're in front of everyone during the vows and you're looking down at your phone. It looks like you're not engaged. It looks like you're checking your text messages, what right? What if someone texts like in the middle of your wedding, like congrats, and then you accidentally touch it <laughs> and now you can't get back to your vows, like disaster. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, right. okay, so getting off topic, Tessa. <laughs> but here's what I want to say. Like it, it looks so much more polished, so much more sincere when you have your vows written out on paper or in a little book. It just does. It looks so much nicer and I think it's just one of those things that, you know, a lot of times people don't think about. I'm just going to read off my phone. But, you know, think about what it looks like in your photos. I honestly love the little matching books. Yeah, me too. They're so cute. So, Joe, I have something funny to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of times during the planning, the brides will often come to me and they'll say, hey, this is kind of awkward, but I have a present for my groom. Do you know if he's getting me something? Yeah. (laughs) Can you ask him? Because she's, you know, a lot of times they don't want to ask. And so she's like, is it weird if I ask him? Can you ask? What's he getting? Like, what if I get something better than what he gets me or vice versa? (laughs) Yeah, that's very true. And I I think a lot of times our guys are sort of clueless when it comes to like planning weddings and what is expected of them. Gifts, giving gifts are, and again, like this is something I think you should talk about 
as a couple, are we exchanging gifts? Right. right? And maybe it's like, what's our budget for that? You know, yeah. or whatever that might be. Because I do see that sometimes it'll be like someone will gift a very expensive present and the other one won't. And it's just super awkward when that happens. Agree. You know, and so I think having that honest conversation with each other, right? It's just like every other part of your planning and budgeting process, right? Are we going to do a gift? If we are, you know, what's our budget? If we're not, are we going to do a letter to each other? I think that's really popular right now too, is having each other write a letter. If you're going to read it before you see each other, or if you're going to read it to each other during your first look, having that letter written ahead of time, I think makes it so much smoother on the wedding day versus again, trying to frantically write your thank yous, write your vows, write your love letter to each other. Like it's chaos. There's everything else going on on the day get those things done in advance and this is actually guys if you're listening all our guys are listening this is such an amazing little touch to add to your wedding if you surprise your partner with a little love note like what you're most excited about what you're most excited about for the day moving forward as a couple your life together those little things i think make such a huge impact and it just kind of creates that excitement and that build up that anticipation for your life together. I think it's such a great thing to do. And if you can surprise your partner doing that, even better. But just do it, right? I love that. All right. And this is, <laughs> I'm just going to say it because I think it has to be said. Your wedding is not your frat party, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> yep. So make sure you're not, like guys I think have the tendency to over party. They over drink the night before. They get started drinking a little too early. And that can really throw things off. So I just want to kind of, I know it probably needs to be said. And I, it probably needs to be heard. Make sure you're having a good time, but not having too much of a good time, right? Yeah, exactly. And remember your time. Remember the good times, <laughs> right? <laughs> sure. All right, Tessa. And then finally, let's talk about this. I know you and I have some amazing clients. And my favorite couples are the ones where guys and girls are equally involved in planning their wedding. Exactly. And I love that. And I think it's so important, right? I think... A lot of the points that we made today are just kind of, you know, fluff or they are, you know, things to keep in mind to help these guys along. But they should be involved in the planning process just as much as their partners. There is nothing fluffy about trimming your nose hairs. (laughs) Okay, so we talked about some of the must do's. But in addition to that, being involved in the planning, right? It's a lot of money. It's a lot of time and commitment and decisions. Both partners should be equally involved in the planning process. The one thing that I do want to say, though, to our partners, to these guys, is do not wait until the last minute to get involved. And what I mean by that is if your partner has planned everything, budgeted everything, chose your colors, chose your theme, and you had no input or you didn't want input, the month before the wedding is not the time to come in and start making changes. Right. Right. What are these colors? I don't like these plates. Why do we pick these chairs? Like, It's too late. That ship has sailed. You keep your mouth shut (laughs) and you say what an amazing wedding this is going to be. Like you've lost your chance for input. Right. That's totally fair. (laughs) Okay. And I I like that a lot. Thank you. (laughs) Okay, Tessa, we've talked a lot about a lot of things. Let's quickly recap because guys, we have a very short attention span. We need the help. We need the support. Let's go quickly through this one more time and we will achieve perfection on our wedding day. Perfect. So the first one, right, is matching your attire to your partner. So again, complementing the level of formality with your partner's outfit. All right. Number two, we're talking about ties. Do you know how to tie a tie? If you don't, better practice beforehand. And again, if you're not going to learn that, go with a clip on. 
<laughs> it's so smart. The next one is if you've rented a suit or tux, double check it. Make sure that you, number one, know what's in there. And number two, try it on and make sure it fits. Yep. We want you looking great. We want that suit fitting you perfectly. Okay. And we want to make sure that you're looking your best. So you want to make sure that your shirt and everything is ironed and pressed beforehand. Exactly. I don't want to really talk about the next oh, one yes. because it's so gross. But okay. First of all, get a haircut, look fresh. Yep. And the second one, and I'm cringing, is again, like, guys, trim your nose hairs, trim your ear hair, even like your eyebrows sometimes get a little nuts. Like guys have a lot of eyebrow. <laughs> We're hairy creatures. <laughs> we need help. I know. <laughs> clean it up. You know, just clean it up or your photographer is going to have to be zooming in and photoshopping all of that off. It is such nasty work to have to be <laughs> photoshopping nose hairs. I'm telling you it's guys. dedication. Do it for me, please. Just do it for me. <laughs> okay and then moving on to your wedding day we talked about vows do not write them on your wedding day do that a month out or a couple weeks out so you're not doing that again like as you're trying to get ready and everything exactly you know same with your thank you cards same with your your love letter all of that should be done days weeks in advance the next one is having a conversation with your partner are you getting gifts for each other if you are what's your budget what are you spending right we don't want either of you to be surprised with something over the top or under the top? Yeah, don't <laughs> underwhelm. Yeah, yeah, don't. yeah, totally. And then again, like guys, watch how much you're drinking. Don't get crunk too early. <laughs> you like that crunk? Yeah, I know. Face <laughs> yourself. Okay, and guys, so this last one I think is really important, right? Be involved in the planning process. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of decisions. If you want to have a say, you should. You should absolutely have equal say as your partner get involved, speak your piece, decide the plate colors, decide the napkins together. If you decide to not have a say, once the decisions are made and it gets closer to your wedding, you've lost that chance. Don't try to change minds. Don't try to step in and change decisions that are made. It's too late. Zip it. You've lost that opportunity. <laughs> yeah, zip it, guys. If you're not involved, just zip it. Zip it. <laughs> but get involved, but from the start. Yep, exactly. Okay, this was super fun <laughs> to be an authority on anything male and masculine. I've never happened in my life You're before. You're so masculine. <laughs> I'll try to wait, wait, wait. Let me say that without laughing. <laughs> You're so masculine. <laughs> you can't say that without laughing. <laughs> As always, guys, this was educational for, for all of us, I hope. Guys, I hope that you listen. I hope that you learn. If you have any additional questions for me, or Joe, since he is the man in the room, <laughs> email us. We'd love to hear your questions. We'd love to hear what you guys do to elevate your weddings. Let us know. Email us. Check out our new website, unveilingparadise.com. We have all of our podcast episodes. We have content. We have all kind of good stuff. So check us out, and we will see you back here soon. All right, bros. Check <laughs> you later. Yo, bro. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Unveiling Paradise. If you enjoy our show, please follow us and rate us on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. It would really mean a lot. And don't forget to also get on our mailing list and follow us on Instagram. Just do it already. Until next time, this is Tessa. And this is Joe. And don't forget, your happily ever after is just a plane ride away. <laughs>